0: we was starting at the Mishnah in a Beishar it's the gate that leads into a group of homes or in a portico which is basically an area which is open from all the areas it doesn't have actual walls or Ma which is of course a porch in an area that's not considered area because the mapesas are definitely not places of the base theory no one lives there and the Beishar even though it has walls around it that's generally not a place where someone would live or sleep because multiple people are walking through that area and therefore there's no privacy and the bread that's used for an Eir Chatseris has to be placed in a makam that's considered a dira because the whole point of an Eir Chatseris is that it's making a hetah for the people in the bottom to carry in this chatser and the point of it is that we look at all the bathroom as if they're living in the area where the bread is and therefore it has to be a place where it's a makam dira if someone actually lives in the Chassad or even a Beishar where it has walls they're still not going to ask on the rest of people, because it's not considered a valid era, and therefore, even if you don't actually contribute into the Arab, that's not going to ask on other people. And the mission continues, If you have a place where you store straw, or you have a barn, or a place where you have a wood woodshed, or where you store fruits, that is considered area if you place lechem into that area, and people that live there, asks on the rest of the people if they don't join into the area Again, the point is, because it's considered a base era, for example if someone lives in a bias and they have next to them they have a storage area and they rent that out to someone to live there then it would aser on the rest of the area on the rest of the Chatzah Rabbi Yudah says a says in if in every house in the Chatzah the person who owns those houses rents them out and he has a right to go in because he stored some tools or some other items in those homes then then would be that all the Ba'atim would not asser on the Chatzah and if they don't contribute there is no problem because we look at it as as if it's owned by this one person and if that could person contributed to the general Arab, then it would be inclusive of all these areas that's Pashup Shach in the Mishnah anytime that you have a place where someone can't live in the area and it doesn't answer if they live there therefore if you place the area in that area since it's not a bias therefore it wouldn't be mutter to place the Arab or the Lechem in that bias and that would not be making Erev aside from a place we have a gatehouse which is only used by an individual home. For example, if there's a khatzah that only has one home and therefore there's not a lot of people walking through that area, then if this khatzah wants to join together in the area with a neighboring khatzah, you would be able to place the Lechem or the Ayyub er Khatzeris in this base even though if someone actually lived in the base it's not considered a makam dir and they would not restrict, even if they don't contribute to the area. Er. Any place where the chum said you now place an area er because it's not considered a bias, manicha you could still put a shtuvim v'viz over there chutz me except for the airspace of the mavi. So, for example, you have multiple chatzers joining in a shtuvim v'viz which gives them access into the mavi. You're allowed to take a barrel of wine, for example, and place it in the chatzah and leave it there. Not even in the house. It could be in the open area of the chatzah because the point of shtuvim is not to join the houses of the chatzah together, but to join the chatzers together and therefore, you're allowed to place the shtuvim v'viz either in a home, of course, or you could even place it in the chatzah. The Gemara says, my kabbash, what's the beautiful? Of <She> it's eh? in air. It's not an air. How have It's considered Sheet of. And the responds, But it's a That the two of Rabbi Huda, of Shmuel is, but again, it did a and of That's something that's not in and It's not even something we could have made a from. The Gemara continues. we learned the the How can you say it's an air if we just Said in Amish, that's not an Erev if you place this in the chatzah. the Gemara says, Ema harizeh That's only good for a stufim but not for an Erev chaserish. So the Gemara is, how can you say that we're talking about stufim avayis? And we said you Aladdin even place the food in the Mavri itself. Shitufim mavo lemita. We just said before that in the mavo, you have to place the food in the chatzah, but in the Mavri itself, it's not protected, and therefore it wouldn't be a stufim avayis if you place it there. The Gemara answers, It means in the Chatzah that's within the Mavri but of course in the mavo itself, you won't be able to place it because. It's too open and it's not considered protected. If there were a bunch of people sitting together and eating, and then it becomes Shabbos, and it's right by the point of Shabbos, you're allowed to use the pass that's on the Shulchan to use for the because they're considered that they all own it jointly, even though there's one of bias, but the bala bias now gave it out to everyone in the bias that's sitting by his meal, and therefore everyone can use it for the I'm say, are allowed to use it for a so, there's no in the case where it says that you're allowed to use it for an Arab that's talking, where they were sitting in a bias and eating, and therefore you're allowed to use it because now the area is in the house in the makam di'rib. However, when it says you're allowed to use it for a and vice, it means that the only time you can use it for a and vice if they were sitting in a chata. If they're sitting in the house, you can use it either for the area or for the But if they're sitting in the chata, then you have to use it for a and vice because in a chata you can't use an area of as we explained before. It has to be in a base tier. I'll bring you right to what you just said. But we ask, how can you place in the house? It has to be in a bias. The Gemara it has to be in a house which is within the house. It has to be in the but not in the itself. As we explained multiple times until this point, the Gemara says, it didn't was if someone's stirred furniture or other items in this area. It was as if his tenants were guests, and therefore, there's no need to join together in an area of What's considered Chatzari, like the Chatsa of Bunis Ben Bunis, who was a landlord, who owned a lot of apartments, a lot of houses, and people used to live there, and he gave them furnished apartments, and therefore, since he stored his furniture or other items within the house, and he had access to these houses all the time, therefore, it's considered like he had bailiffs, and they were just guests of his, and therefore, there was no need for them to join into the air. Also, come, to Rabbi. This person Bunyas came in front of Rabbi Amulu, and he said, "Panu makam leben meyamana, make space for this person who is worth ten thousand zuz." And this was Rebbe's way of being mechaved Bunyas by saying, giving him a makam chashav because he came to visit. Also, in the shachrina, Amulhu, panu makam leben mesayamana. We turned to pay vavaminal. When another wealthy individual came to Rabbi's house, he said, "Clear space that's chashav enough for a person who is worth twenty thousand zuz." So Rebbe thought that this second person was wealthier than a say, Amal Rebbe Shmuel Rebbe. See, Rabbi, 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 said to Rebbe that this person, Bunyist's father, is much wealthier than this other person because he has a thousand sfinis in the river, and the ocean, and also another thousand cities that he owns on dry land. Amalai, Rebbe said, When you reach this person's father, Bunyist's father, you should tell him, al should have sent his son with these begotten, which didn't look as chash of at this other, Person because I didn't realize how great of an usher he really was. Gemara continues: Rabbi Mechabed Ashirim. was Mechabed wealthy people, and Rabbi Kiva was also Mechabed Hashim, Kidder Ash Rabba and it was based on a drusha that Rabbi Bar Murray said. Yeishev Elam Mafeilakim Chesve Emes Mani Natsu. So we explain it. When is it that the world will be situated in a way that will survive in front of Kol Yisrochu? Bisman Shehesve Emes Mani Natsu. When you have Chesed and Emes, and people get food from Loshon of Man, which is the Man in the midbar food. Or sustenance, and that will guard and make sure that the world will have a keel. Very interesting, Rabbi Kvega on the side of the Gemara actually says that why was Rebbe be Mechabed Ashir? And we continue with the Gemara. Rabbi B. Mechabed Ashir, that in the Mishnah, when we said that a landlord that has some equipment in the tenant's house, they don't need an heir, that's even when you have a small little cleat like the peg of a plow we learned in Yeshiva that although we learned that if the landlord has items by the tenant the people are not us and they don't have to join the Erev that's only by something that actually can't be moved on Shabbos it's considered Muksa. but something that could be moved on Shabbos it would still also because the tenant could remove it from the home if the case where the landlord has Tevel in the house and therefore Tevel is Muqsa and the same thing, or or bar metal, which can't be used. It's only building material, and therefore it's something that can't be used. So anything that can't be moved on Shabbos, for example, that's something that doesn't ask the tenant now would not be required to join in the Erechatseus because the landlord has something staying by him that can't be moved, and therefore we look at the tenant as if he's a guest within this house of the landlord. we continue with our Mishnah. As we learned before, when you have an Erechatseus, all the people that live within the Chatseus have to join within. In the Erechatiris, and a guy that lives the asses on the people in the Chatzah, unless they lease his property from him, as we learned before. And Amishtha will discuss what if the people are not actually living in those homes on Shabbos. So, if someone leaves their home and they go to be Shoivess and they go and stay in a different city for the Shabbos, it doesn't make a difference if it's a Jew or a guy. that still asses on the people in the Chotzah. that means that the Jew still has to join in the and and the guy also, even though he's not going to be here for Shabbos, the Jew would have to lease the guy's rights from the guy because Rabbi Meir holds that a B'loi beloy even though no one lives there at this moment, it's still considered dear, and therefore you have to join in the Arab and you would ask her if you don't. Rabbi Huda actually argues and he says, if no one's living there, therefore it's not considered Adira and therefore it can't ask her. Rabbi Huda technically agrees with Rabbi Huda that if you're not, Living so it's love Shmiederia, and that's why Yisrael is in Eisah because the Yisrael won't come on Shabbos because he's out of the Tchum, and even so, a guy would ask because we're worried that maybe the guy will come back since he has no Isad Tchum and he could actually show up on Shabbos. Reb Shimon, I mean, Reb Shimon says, Reb Shimon doesn't discuss what he would hold by a guy, but a gay yet he's actually the most makel of the shittas because everyone until now actually we're talking about when someone went to a a different city, and therefore we could say over there either it's also or it's At least if you're in another city, because you're not going to come on Shabbos, as we just saw from B'yasi. But according to all the B'anarim, if the Yisrael would actually be in the city within the Tchum, then we would have to worry he would be here on Shabbos, and therefore according to everyone until this point, it would be also. Reb Shimon comes to say that even if you're in the city and you're within the Tchum and you went to stay by your daughter in this city, and you're not answering because you You went to your daughter for Shabbos, and therefore you're not going. To Come home, and as Rashi says, <speaking in Hebrew> and you aren't answering on the rest of your chotza. says, <speaking in Hebrew> but that's specifically, Rav Shimon said, but the your daughter. But Rav Shimon didn't even mean to say it. If you went to the house of your son, why? <speaking in Hebrew> There's a saying that if a male dog box you, you, should go in, but if a female dog box you, then you should run away. And here also, if you chossen, if your son-in-law has a fight with you it's not to the problem but if your daughter law has a problem with you and if you have a fight with your daughter law then you'll have to leave even on Shabbos and therefore Rosh says And we continue with the Mishnah If there's a water pit between two chatters, so there's Chatser A and Chatser B and there's actually walls in between the two Chatser so therefore they're completely separate Chatser and they didn't join in a joint air and there's a bar of water right in between them so they could both be drawing from the same bar the Gemara says Shabbos, you can't fill up your jugs or your buckets from the pit on Shabbos unless you make a mechitza within the bar. We'll see what that means in a moment in the Gemara. But that's 10th far high. It doesn't make it if it's below or it's within the rim of the actual bar. The Gemara will explain this Mishnah in detail. Rabshimu Gamlil, Rabshimu Gamlil says, or, says, they have to put it on the bottom. Besha'ma says, you have to place this mechitza on the top. And the Gemara will explain this as well Our Rabbi Yudah Rabbi holds there's no need for any mechitza over here that goes within the bar at all because you have the kaisel that actually splits between the chatzeres and therefore since you have a kaisel, that's enough to make a heker between the two parts of the bar and they can draw water even without this of vassar atvachim now we start the Gemara. Let's visualize that the water in the pit doesn't reach until the top of the bar, and therefore we have water in the bottom of the bar, and on top of the water, there is an area that is empty and is on the inside of the bar, within the cavity of the bar. Rabbi Avruhna, said, Lemata, Lemata, Mamish. When B'shameh said the Mishnah, Lemata, he meant that the Mechitza needs to be placed and start right above the water line and does not touch the water at all. However, Lemayla, Lemayla, Mamish, when B'shameh said Lemayla, he meant the Mechitza should be close to the top of the lip of the bar, and going down towards the bottom. V'zeh and both Beisila and Beishama agree that the Mechitza has to be within the cavity of the bar. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda says when he says it meant that it should be below the surface of the water and actually starting at the bottom of the bar. So the Mechitza will actually be within the water. and when Beisila said he meant that the Mechitza need to be placed and start right above the water line and does not touch the water at all and that's actually exactly like the Beis Beisameh coin to Ravuna, like Rashi says that why does Rav hold that you can't say it means like Rav Huna explained because he holds that if so the water is mixed up if there's no that's going within the water it won't actually work but also when you say there's still water that's going from one side to the other it's not a clear distinction between the two sides because it's only 10 to high this mechitza and there's still water flowing above the mechitza itself on Malay he responded back did you not hear what Rehuda said in the name of Rab and some say he was in the name of Rab in the words of Rehuda he actually has to make sure that some part of the mechitza actually juts out on top of the water and this way that would be a hecka to show that there's a differentiation. Between the two sides of the water, and that's why the two chazeres can now use this bar of ma'ayim, even though there's no erev, because there's a clear differentiation between the two areas, and there's a heker. Now, Rabbi Yehuda explained based Hillel and said it means that the mechitzah needs to be placed and start right above the water line, and then not touch the water at all. So, why didn't Rabbi Yehuda say that it meant that you start right at the top of the cavity, at the lip of the bar, and then go down? Downwards from there, because if you do that, the water is integrating and mixing with each other, and therefore there won't be any separation. For nami Even if the place is right above the water, the water below it is still mixing together, and therefore there is no actual heker between the two chaseris. Our Malay responded, "V'leishmila, he did not hear how the toni Yaakov Kachina. That Yaakov Kachina already learned. So Shi But Behuda did not mean that he actually make the mechitzah starting right." above the waterline. He actually meant you start the mechitzah a little bit below the waterline and this way at least you'll have some sort of hefsek and some sort of hekka that are two separate areas and therefore at this point Lefi Beisilla since you have some sort of hekka mechitzah that would be enough to allow both chatzers to utilize this water pit. And the Gemara now asks another Shiloh There is a, a destroyed building that still has remnant walls and a 4 half wide Y-beam is placed from one wall to another than we ever did that he could carry underneath this beam as we look at it as Shnei <laughs> Yard the edges of this board go down and form walls and you are now carrying within a four area, and this was based on the din that Mechitza Tulli Materis now Rashi points out even though we don't pass on like this din of Remuda, but the but in fact that he held it works even in the case of Chuvah then certainly he would agree to the next din that we're going to bring down from Nachman which was said by water as we said many times before that Kaluk She'akil Chacham that we always make a allow certain water to work because people needed water during Shabbos. And for Nachman and and we turn to Bevarim Bei. If you place a four tefach wide border on top of a water pit in its center, and even if it isn't inside the actual cavity of the bar, it will be mapped to the water for both of the chateres. So the Gemara's question is that how do you say that Reb Yudah, you hold that both of you you need part of the board to be within the water, and you need some sort of hacker within the water. But over here, you see that akari is bateres b'mayim, even though there is no heka within the water. And the Gemara finishes the question and says. Because of the, the bucket will go into the other side by the water of the other and bring out water. There is no separation between the two. The Gemara answers that the Rabban understood that a Dli never goes more than four and therefore will never go into the other person's side. And you don't need any hacker within the water. And the Machitza that's on top, the is good enough. The Gemara answers if it goes under the board, it's still going in mixed water and that should not be good to fear either because both of you and you don't have a proper Hekka the Gemara answers and as Rashi explains we actually don't hold the Rashi to Rabbi at this point that Beisil holds that the actual Mechitzah doesn't have to go beneath the water at all and both by the case of Mechitzah and the case of Akarabah no part of it has to be within the water there's no necessity to have an actual Hekka within the water now Taisi has a few questions and therefore he actually explains that Kalusha Kilachacham B'mayim means the Kaira is Matarish B'loy that the Gemara is differentiating between a case of a Kaira which is 4 wide and the case of M'chitza, a Kaira that's 4 wide, we have a din M'chitza T'lui Matarish, and therefore B'negeim Mayim we allow it to be Matar, and we consider that the Shnei Chudin on Yaredin it contains, and it makes its own separate area, and therefore you don't need a Hekka and Tyson continues, however B'negeim that just Going straight down over there, we would have to actually make sure it gets into the water and it makes a heka, otherwise that wouldn't work. As the Kamara continues, could a bimana may rav like a tavla is <laughs> when rav mechitza tuya maushitata bichova would a mechitza tuyo be matter in a chova or malay, a mechitza tuli materis. A mechitzo tuyo doesn't work. El bemaim only binagea water, cause Kalajakhamayam, as we explain that we always make more cool aid's benegeya water. <laughs> we send the a shrabut that says that instead of making a mechitza with in the water, even the actual kaisel that's standing above the bar and doesn't get within the actual cavity of the bar will work. So Amra is going like the be basha. He says a mechitza that's hanging is mata, even when it has nothing to do with water. It's not within the water. That mechitz, for example, this kaisel that's above the bar and just serving like a regular kaisel between two khatarias will go down and be enough of a mechitza for this bar we learned in the Mishra, that if you have a sukkah and you're making the walls from the top to the bottom so you start weaving a wall for example from the top and you make your way all the way to the bottom and you get to the bottom but you're over three on the bottom P'sula, it's considered possible we don't look at it as if the wall goes down and is on the bottom because it's if you're going from the bottom and you're weaving your way up to make and create a wall and you're going towards the top and you're and you get to the point of and you get to the point that it's ten high. Now it's considered mechitza. Once it's considered mechitza, mechitza goes up and therefore it's kshira. Even if the schach doesn't actually touch this wall, it's kasha because of this concept of good asik mechitza. Rabbi however, says just like from the bottom to the top, and it gets to ten tfachum, that's good enough. It's a mechitza, and it goes up Even when you're building a wall from the top downwards, and you get to a point where it's ten asora that would also work because you would say good asik mechitza and mechitza tli is materas and we don't worry that there's actually a potential that a Gedi could walk through there but the Gemara says <laughs> there's no proof that Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Yisi are actually the same shito Rabbi Huda doesn't necessarily hold like Rabbi Yisi not necessarily there's <laughs> Rabbi hold like Rabbi Yisi Rabbi Huda doesn't hold like the shito Rabbi Yisi because the only time Rabbi Huda says din that we say mechitza tli. Is my terrace is only by eruv chasers since it's only a din rabbanon al basukah deraisa loy but maybe by basukah deraisa we wouldn't allow you to use such mechitzas we wouldn't be mekel over there. That Rabbi may have only gave this kula ben sukkah since it's an issaaseh meaning that the mitzvah of eating in the sukkah it says and if you don't eat the sukkah you're only over an issaaseh so therefore since it's so maybe he allowed you to use a mechitzah tliya al. Shabbos this is Eskilah, Ula Even over here, of course, we're talking about Shabbos, we're talking about Eir, which is definitely to have but B'na Gea Shabbos, since the concept of Shabbos is skilu, maybe over there, Rabbi Yasi would not be mad to you to use a Mechit and therefore there's no right of Rabbi Yasi and Rabbi holding the same Shitah. Marvim fact, if we just said that according to Rabbi Yasi, B'na Shabbos, he doesn't hold up the concept of Mechit then there was a story of Isa Maishan Asub there was a story that happened in the city of Tsubari, which was the city that Rabbi Esi was to rub in, who did they follow when they used the concept of mechitzat to be matter in this myself which we'll see in a moment? The Gemara says, It wasn't through Rabbeisi; she did because Rabbeisi would not hold that they were allowed to do that. it was actually It was actually Rabishvav Rabbi Rabbeisi Rabbi actually died beforehand, him, and Rabishvav his son already took over, and he didn't hold like his father. The chiyas Rabdimi because Rabdimi came. he said, Pamacha It was a time that they didn't bring the secretary into the shul while it was still day, and the next day they had to move it from. From a house that was right next to the basic lesson within the same Chatzah but there was no air of so the the next day on Shabbos they spread these sheets on these poles the Vio Sevet of the and they brought the Sevet through this corridor that they made with these sheets and they were able to read the Sevet in the shul now these sheets didn't reach the ground and therefore it was a Mechitz and the only way to matter it was only because they felt that the is considered like it reaches the ground which is not like the sheet of Shabbat and that's why the Gemara says it was only going l'chadisha of Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi but for the Gemara, how they spread these sheets on Shabbos on these boards? is that Even though there's no question but are there's no question now that actually make it on Shabbos. El it wasn't the story where they actually spread the curtains and these sheets on these boards or on these poles on Shabbos. It was actually found like that from before Shabbos, but it was still. in Machitsuyah, the view of a Carabai, and still they were able to bring the savatari into the shul, and they were able to read it from it even though it was a and we'll stop over here.